Champions Mojo is part of the CG Sports Network. And if you think of yourself that way, I think one of the ways that we can maintain our love connection with that part of ourselves is by calling ourselves what we are, which is athletes. You know, even if, you know, if you're just out there trying to increase your walk or, or, you know, your mileage or whatever, if you're out there doing something with your body, you're an athlete. Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. And it's not a surprise today. My <laughs> co-host is Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. So great to see you this morning. Be it's with you. great to see you. And Maria, you know, we're excited about all topics, but today's topic of owning your adult athlete is so near and dear to our hearts. Uh, we have so many friends that are adult athletes. And of course, we're both adult athletes. Before we get into this, why, uh, how you can own your adult athlete, we're going to talk about the why right out of the gate, because we know that almost everything we do is based on the why. And I want to start out with a little story. So Mark and I, my husband, we, we were out for our evening walk and Mark looked at me really seriously and he said, why do you swim? And I just thought, you know, I could see that he, this was, this was a serious question and I don't know why he was asking me, but I said, you know, I swim because I want to be healthy. That's like health is the real wealth. And I swim because it makes working out easy. It, it being swimming with other people makes working out easy. And if we can make working out easy, then we get all the benefits of keeping our bodies fit and vital to be healthy. So that is like, we have this thing in, in whenever we go to swim practice, we talk about getting on the conveyor belt. It's <laughs> I love like, that. you just, yeah, you just, you go to swim practice and you just get in the group and you, before you know it, you've laughed and you've, you've shared and you've pushed yourself and you've swum for an hour with your friends versus, oh my gosh, going to the pool by yourself and swimming alone. So we, it, so why do I swim? Because I really love the friendships, the community that keeps me healthy, the community we know having being part of a community and because it keeps me fit. So the why is the health, the wealth, and sure, it, it, it can be remotely about times and medals, but not, I mean, you know, there've been plenty of times I've swum that I'm not in shape to win anything or have any good times. And I still had just as much fun. So I, I just think be owning that adult athlete allows us to have that why of keeping fit. And Maria, I I've held the floor here for a while. So <laughs> tell, tell Tell us your thoughts on this. Well, when you uh, brought this subject up, I, you know, I, I, you know, I was thinking the same thing, you know, why, why? And for, for me, the, it's part of being a complete person, being physical, using my body in a physical way that's there's emotional for me, there's emotional health, there's spiritual health, there's intellectual health and there's physical health. And I can be, you know, doing great. And the other three, and if I, if my body isn't 
you know, moving, if I'm not experiencing it, you know, myself physically and understanding, you know, what it means to, to, to move, I don't know, to move it, to feel it, to feel muscles, to feel the bones, then I'm, then I'm neglecting a whole aspect of who I am, you know, who I was created to be, who, you know, the, the whole person. So, you know, I, it's, I think it's very difficult to be, for me, it's impossible to be happy without, (laughs) without exercise. I didn't even know that as a kid, because you, as a child, you naturally move, Um, you know, but, but then, you know, and we'll talk about it a little later, you know, and, and I've talked a lot about it on the show. So like I went through a very uh, sedentary period of my life and, um, and then discovered athletics, um, you know, mostly due to joining your family and, um, and just, and so I called myself an adult onset athlete, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but the, but the completeness and the peace and joy that it brings me are, you know, are equal to the, you know, the spiritual aspects of my life and the intellectual aspects of my life and the familial emotional aspects of my life. So, yeah, I think you're incomplete if you're not, if you're not, if you're not physically active and it's a natural, a natural way to be physically active is to think of yourself as an athlete. Um, Yeah. And And so, yeah. So Maria, I think a lot of people may be listening and saying, Okay, Maria, but you're talking about just exercising and yeah, I, I move my body, you know, I exercise, but you guys are asking me to own being an athlete. So let's define what an athlete is and maybe that'll, then maybe that'll help people own it. Okay, sure. So it means a person, this is a Webster's definition, right? Person who is proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise, proficient. It doesn't say you have to win your events or even be one of the top participants, just being proficient, competent, or skilled. And another definition that you and I have created for adult athleticism is someone who likes to test themselves. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's, yeah, yeah. You could go out and just take a walk or whatever, but the, the idea of, of using, again, using your body and experiencing your body in this way and, and, and teaching it or training it to to be uh, a swimmer or a cyclist or a, or a squash player or a pickleball player or a tennis player or whatever, you know, is, 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 is taking that to a finer, uh, a, a, a greater degree, I think, than just, you know, although, you know, there's speed walkers too. That's, that's a sport. So anything can be, can become a sport, I suppose. Yeah. So in, you know, I love our definition where it's someone who likes to test themselves because you can become an athlete. If you're a walker and you say, you know what, I just walking every day, a mile, then you may, may say, you know what, I'm going to walk a mile and a half. So you're just, you're just testing. Like, can I walk a mile and a half? Can I walk two miles? Can I, so you can just, just testing yourself. So, um, what, so we've covered the, the why, why, if we haven't convinced you of why you should be an adult athlete, then, you know, (laughs) we hope that we have, but now how, how, so now's the how, and Maria and I each came up with three of our kind of own personalized hows of being, uh, of owning being an adult athlete. And I, I'm going to start with my first one, which I know many, many people can relate to, which is when we did sports 
in our youth. And that could have been anything, whether it was a good experience or a bad experience. At some point in our life, we were part of some little team, some little sport, yeah, whether even you were kickball on the street, whatever, kickball, mm-hmm. whatever it was, you, you did something at one point. And one of the things that is particularly prevalent in the swimming community is to hear college students or pro college swimmers or pro swimmers say that they're they've retired. They make a giant statement on their social media platforms. Uh, I, I, I saw one the other day that the title of the this pro swimmer that retired said officially washed up. That was now his, <laughs> yeah, that was that was the post. And and I, you know, I know there was some humor in that, but I asked these swimmers. In fact, I, I ran into, we were at NCAAs. I ran into one of the, the swimmers that I know, and she was senior year, fifth year. I said, so what are you going to do? And she said, well, now that I'm retired. And I said, whoa, 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 don't say retired. You can just say now that I'm taking a break because swimming is, especially swimming is a lifelong especially, sport. There right. are many sports that are lifelong. So I'm just, I I ask that if you want to own being adult athlete, that you re-engage with whatever that younger self was, whatever that sport was, don't say that you're retiring from swimming or that you were, I used to be like, you know, you'll meet people, somebody at a party and they'll, you know, they might know, oh, you're a swimmer. Oh, I used to swim, but just say, yeah, I'm a swimmer, but I took a break. Maybe you took a 30 year break, like your husband. Maria right. uh, took a 30 year break from swimming and now he's back. So that is my first way to be engaged in being an adult athlete is just reconnect to what you were and say, if you're, if you're young and you're stopping a sport, say, I'm just taking a break. You're you've already been competent. You've been proficient. You've been skilled at that sport. Don't give it up, stay in touch with it. And if not reconnect to it and you can connect to that. We always love the be that person that you want to be. Right. Um, so there, that's, that's my first one. And mine is, is, is really just a spinoff of that, which is, is own the language. Um, you know, so, so my perspective of course is different because I wasn't particularly good at sports as a young person. And then I became, I got involved in moving my body and experience the joy of, 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 of that. And then I started participating in, in, in competition, which I don't think you have to do, but I remember saying to you one day, and again, we've told this story before, but I think it bears repeating, you know, well, I'm not an athlete like you. And you were like, what? (laughs) Stop saying that you're an athlete. And from that day on, I thought of myself, I called myself an athlete. I think it's really important to own the verb, the verbiage before you necessarily own the identity. But, you know, if, if you think of yourself as an athlete, and, you know, and I've used that again with other people I know. It's like, you know, my sister, I'm so proud of her. She just ran the uh, 10K on Saturday, you know, and she's, she's running way faster than I, than I am right now. And, and I'm, I'm like, Ann, you know, you know, you're an athlete. And she's like, no, 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 you are. And if you think of yourself that way, I think one of the ways that we can maintain um, our, our love connection with that part of ourselves is by calling ourselves what we are, which is athletes. You know, even if, you know, if you're just out there, you know, trying to increase your walk or, or, you know, your mileage or whatever, if you're out there doing something with your body, you're an athlete. And so owning, owning yourself as, and, and if you don't like the word athlete, you can think of yourself as, you know, I like to even think of myself as, 
as a physical person, you know, as a person who uses her body, who enjoys her body, who's in touch with her body. Um, so I, I think using the language and thinking of yourself in that way is a really important way to, to owning your adult yes. athlete. Yeah. Is- I love that Maria. And, and words are so important. We they talk are. about that all the time yeah. and, and mindset, just yeah. Saying that in, in, in a youth culture, it's sometimes the word adult and athlete don't go together. Right. You know, it's like, so that was what that was deliberate on our part yeah. to say that. So just, yeah. um, it's okay to be an adult athlete. So, um, my second one is something that I love that is just a motivator. It's a, it's a how to, when you're on the fence about whether to do something and this, this was actually inspired by a friend of mine that I was having coffee after practice with. And his name is Tom and he and his wife, Deb are, uh, you know, Deb's in her sixties, Tom's in his seventies, and they do all kinds of challenging races, half Ironmans, marathons, big, you know, events, swimming. Um, Tom is from Tom's had a transplant. He does the world transplant games. He's amazing. And we were sitting, you know, talking at breakfast and he said he wants to do stuff while he still can. (laughs) And I just love that future thinking that if you really are, think about it, you know, that we know that we're not as good in our, you know, you're not in your sixties yet, but I'm not as good at 60 as I was at 55, as I was at 50, as I was at 45. Yeah. I'm still out there making it happen, but while you can still do stuff, do it. And, you know, my favorite, my favorite psych song for any performance (laughs) that I'm going into is, um, while you see a chance, take it by Steve Winwood. And that is such a great song. And I, I love that while you see a chance, take it. So just think about your future self. Like if you're 30 thinking, well, I'm just too old. I don't think I'm going to play with my soccer league. Um, and Tom and I did have a little breakdown. I'm like, well, you got to kind of balance that with risk, you know, because we, you know, that, that is the one thing you don't want to get injured. Um, and these guys were doing an obstacle course, Barb at 60, I mean, Deb at 65 fell off a jungle gym and broke her leg in one of these races. (laughs) So, uh, you know, you would think that you, you do have to balance being, um, you know, not taking risks that you're going to get injured and miss out on future events. But I like to think of our future selves and know that this is the time now is the best time to do something. That's, that's great. I mean, I, I love that. And we don't, you know, we've talked about this before. You don't know what tomorrow will bring today. Get out there and use your beautiful body that God gave you. Yeah. Well, my second thing is, is also kind of about joy and it's, you know, find, again, Jim and I were talking about this. It's like, why did you, you know, he's been talking, he's been swimming. You encourage him to to join the master swim team. And, and he's been swimming more than I have. And he's just been loving it. He's just been loving. So what's the difference now? And he said, now it's because I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for a coach or my parents or because I'm on it, you know, I'm just doing it just for, for, for pleasure. And so I would extend that to say, do feel free to switch up your sports a, you know, you don't, just because you've always been 
a runner, you can become a swimmer or a cyclist, or you've always been a cyclist or you've played tennis or whatever your sport in the past was, you can try something new. And that's really exciting to me. That keeps things fresh. Like I, there's a lot of sports that again, I don't want to get injured, but there's a lot of sports that I want to try that I want to do that. I want to learn, um, you know, that so, so I would say do it for pleasure, keep it fun you know, it's, you know, I'm like, well, Jim, it's still hard to get up and, you know, go to swim practice. You know, he was talking about when he was little, he hated to get up early and go to swim practice. I said, you're still getting up early. He said, it's still more, it's my choice. That's on my schedule. You know, he, he does it. I think with sports, because they're inherently can be uncomfortable. You have to find ways to, to, to bring the pleasure into it. And to me, that's about finding something fun or new, or just, you know, just finding the joy in it. And, and talking about that too, sharing that. I think if we say with our friends, oh, that was such a hard workout and oh my God, or we say that felt so good. I mean, it was so fun to be out there that, you know, and Jim is so great at this, you know, I rode tropical trail. It was so gorgeous. I saw this and that. And so I, when, when we talk about our activity, yeah, it was a hard workout and that felt really good, but we also enjoyed it. It was pleasurable. So using pleasure, using pleasure vocabulary, enjoy vocabulary around your sport, I think is going to really help you own, own your adult athlete. Yeah. And, and for sure, you, you know, if you haven't uh, listened to the Amy Rieger podcast, Amy is, you know, a top world, world number one master swimmer. And she said, she does it purely for fun. Yeah. You know, find something fun yeah. Yeah. that you enjoy. And you know, swimming with other people, you know, we're, we're going to throw another word at you here. Ready? Masters athlete. Okay. <laughs> that is like, that is a lot of people think masters are these, you know, Olympians. No, no, no. Masters athletes just basically means adult athletes. That's so right. find a master's program, a master's swimming team, or a master's tennis team, or a master's running group there, you know, that word sounds scary, but it's not. And so, Master swimming is for everyone. In fact, master swimming has a section of it called learn to swim, adult learn to swim. So mm -hmm. our master's team that we have here has everything from former Olympians to people that literally come to a different time and they are just learning to swim. Oh, that's so, so great. yeah, it's, it's so great. So enjoy it. Find a group that will enjoy it, you know, that, that you can have that joy with. So my third and final one is surround yourself with adult athletes. So, like, <laughs> you know, we always say that and, and that is simple, you know, your, your IQ and your bank account and your happiness are the summary of your five closest friends. That's, yeah. that's, that's what the data says. So yeah. if you want to be an adult athlete, find other adult athletes and be on a team with them. And then, you know, the other thing, when we're athletes, guess what athletes generally have? They have coaches. That's right. And so if you join a team, you get a, a coach automatically. So surround yourself with other athletes and, and get a coach. I love that. I mean, you and I, are, we're big believers in coaches, but it's true. I mean, if you take yourself seriously enough to have a coach, then, you know, you're going to make huge progress and you're going to think of yourself differently. That's a great point. Um, well, my, my third one is, this is the story of my life. If you should put it on my tombstone, tiny goals, take little steps. I think what sometimes, well, this is very frequent. I think that we live in a world with a lot of anxiety 
And anxiety comes from seeing things in the future that look big and scary that you don't know about. And the cure for that is not to look in the future at big, scary things. It's to look mm-hmm. at the very next thing. So if you're, you know, for me, I'm just getting back into swimming and, and uh, diving off the blocks, you know, that's scary. That's, you know, that's, but I don't have to really think about that so much. I can just think about, well, you know, eventually I'm going to get up there and I'm going to stand there and somebody's going to coach me and help me. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to figure it out. And, and so if I, if I don't, if I don't tell myself, well, I've got to, you know, I've got to dive off the block, like a, like an Olympian or like Kelly or Jim, and I just need to get up there and get out, you know, get learn to get off the block, then, then it's easier. So and the, the, the smaller, the, the scarier, the, the, the more something terrifies you, for instance, um, you know, you want to run a marathon and just the idea of, you know, running, 10 miles is, is just like, you just can't even imagine it. And how are you going to feed yourself and drink? And, you know, you, you don't run a marathon by running 10 miles. You run a marathon by, you know, putting your clothes on and going out the door to go run the block. That's how you start. And, you know, in the high, the bigger and the scarier, the thing is the smaller, the goal has to be. And I've talked about this is in my book, you know, you just got to really break things down to what you know you can do. So own your adult athlete by taking a tiny step in the direction of being, you know, of being that person that you want to be as an athlete, the person who, you know, who is proficient at a sport or who who wants to test herself. Yeah, Maria. And we can't hear that enough. I mean, I know we, we talk about it a lot, but just having those small goals and not, yeah. When you, when you set out to run a marathon, you don't, you don't run 26 miles on the first nope. day. You, nope. you run 20 steps. So yeah, exactly. I love the analogy of, you know, shining the light on the staircase, right? You just need to see one step at a time. That's right. And so we want to hear from you guys out there who is starting something, who's, who, who's embracing this. What adult activities are you guys doing? We're on all social media platforms. You can reach out to us on any Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, hello at championsmojo.com, anywhere. We want to hear from you yeah. that uh, what you're we'd doing. Love, yeah. We'd love to hear your story about being an adult athlete. We may, we, you may get mentioned on the show. Like <laughs> got mentioned. you never know. We don't use last names, so you know who you are, but anyway, <laughs> Get out there, be an adult athlete. It's not scary. It's fun. It's the health. It's the healthy thing to do. And health is the real wealth. That's right. And and you can experience the joy of of using your body, which you were intended to use fully. Yeah. All right. right. Love 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 you, you, Kelly. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This week's quote of the week comes from Maria Parker. You don't run a marathon by running 26 miles. You run a marathon by putting on your running clothes and going out the door for a training run and then another. We hear that you love Kelly and Maria's takeaways from each episode. Well, now they'll be called best ofs and you can catch them in a short micropod every week following a full podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Champions Mojo podcast, which is produced by Cobra Media. 